Coming up, we share our love for Walt Disney World. That's next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 682, for the week of June 11th, 2017. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson. Hey! Michael Bowling. Hey there, hi there, hello there. Mary Jo Malata Willie. Hello! And Tony Spatel. Hello. He is, <laughs> he's, he's, he's in mix. He's t- chatting in Mixler again. All right. Uh, okay. So the genesis of this segment came from a couple different places. One, we all were just at Walt Disney World. And two, actually, probably this is one. We sometimes get accused of being biased. 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 Well, yeah, Bias bi- is okay, but anti is the yeah anti Walt Disney World. So true. so since it's we so were hard. all just about just out there, I wanted to do a show after we all came back and we're all back and and well, but we're not. Um, <laughs> with all with just positive things about Walt Disney World. So this is but our- honest positive things. Yes, of course. Why would it be otherwise? We don't lie on this show. Except for that one review of Mickey Sensational Parade. Um, <laughs> but that was Wayne, and he is gone now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> really? Did you just say that? I just did. He doesn't listen. And he didn't leave because of me. No, no, he didn't. No, he did no, not. Let's no, make that. No. I know that for a fact. Um, hi, Wayne. Um, so, <laughs> again, this is our. 25 reasons that we love Walt Disney World. And we will go around the table. And guess what? I'm starting. Um, and what? <laughs> it, what? Of course. Come on. We're worrying about time. And you said, um, what? Of course. Let's speed it up there, Tom. Number one, Expedition Everest. It's an awesome coaster uh, at D- Disney's Animal Kingdom. And it goes backwards. Spoiler alert. Uh, even though the Yeti doesn't work, spoiler alert, it is still a very cool coaster, and I love it. Nancy. I think it's the best attraction in all of Disney. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Nancy. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Okay. So, Number my two. first one, my first one is Typhoon Lagoon. It's an amazingly beautiful water park. It's got something for everybody. And the variety there exceeds the variety of accessible to everybody things exceeds the quantity in Blizzard Beach. But Disney does great theming. But this one is just over the top fun. Excellent. I mean, and, and, and it's just cool the way they tuck little boats in, you know, shipwrecks in everywhere. It's really neat. And that water coaster. Yeah. The three water coaster tubes. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Awesome. Tony. 
Well, Mary Jo, I apologize that I was able to get this on my list before you got it on your list. We both have extreme love for these things. Hear us out, magic bands. I love the fact not about getting in the park, because I can do that with my pass. Uh-huh. And I don't even, I'm not even talking about Fast Plus Plus. I love the fact that I can buy anything with that little band. I love that. That I, the room thing, whatever. But when I just want to get something to drink or get something to eat, that I can just tap it and be on my way. I love that. And I wish they had it for annual pass holders at Disneyland so I could, I would buy more stuff. I love the magic bands for that. My kids kept trying to pay for everything. (laughs) It was great. They're like, mom, let us pay. And it, since, since I just renewed my pass there and I didn't have a brand new magic band two, I had to break down and buy a magic band two. And then I had to buy one of the accessories that has the little clip that you can clip it on, on your belt loop. So. They got, I saw they those, got, those. They got my money. I, but I think personally, I think it's money well spent. Mm-hmm. I didn't get the little thing, but I got the uh, stickers. Okay. So I got, of course, I got Diz yeah. stickers, and mine is yeah. says Disneyland. I'm Diz unplugged Disneyland edition. Does, do so. they really? Mine does. Yep. Because you can personalize them. Oh, got it. Okay. Cool. You, how, yeah. Sneaky. I gotta figure that one out. Awesome. Okay. Number four, Mary Jo. Um. I chose American Adventure at Epcot. The American Pavilion in itself is wonderful. Voices of Liberty. Uh, I went on, I don't remember going on the American Adventure in 1999 when I, we did our big family trip. I did it last, last March. I was totally blown away. The, the way they bring up these animatronics, it's give us a little bit of our history. Um, you, you guys know I'm patriotic anyway, as many times as I periscope and I, do Facebook live on our, on the flag retreat. But if you haven't seen the American adventure yet, I highly recommend that to everybody. Fantastic. show! I've gone behind the scenes for that. It is amazing. What, how that operates. It, it, it boggles the mind how they even came up field. with that. It's, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. It, every time that you get it, the, and, and it was explained to me later how they do it. But I was like, how the heck do they get so much uh, in that little space, in that space, mm-hmm. on that stage, yeah. let's say. I haven't seen and, it in a while. And, I'm going to have to go back. Oh, my gosh. I, I, when I, was, when I saw it. That's a see for me. I think so. Yeah, it is. When I was there, I was, when I, uh, when the kids went with me, the kids, my 28, 29-year-old kids, <laughs> when they went with me to, when we went in December for the podcast cruise, that was the one thing I said, you guys have to go on this, you know, nice. so we all enjoyed it. Very cool. All right. Thank you, Mary Jo. Michael, choose one off of your list. All right. Well, for me, because I look at this also from a historic point of view, because of connecting with Walt, it boggles my mind just what went into creating Walt Disney World. It wasn't like Disneyland where the, the, there was this there was ground, there were these trees, they knocked them down and they just started building. This was the largest U.S. civil engineering project in the United States at, to date at that time. There, It was just swamps, it was muck, it was goo, there was nothing there. There was no infrastructure. And, and what they had to do just to create the Magic Kingdom and those lakes and, and everything and, and to bring in the utilities and everything that they did, it's listen to the first episodes of Connecting with Walt if you haven't done so because it is 
amazing that they were able to accomplish this. So I, I, I'm in awe every time I go there at, at what they create, created out of swamps and muck. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, ingenuity. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Number six, my turn again. Flame Tree Barbecue. Um, for a counter service. <laughs> what? I no, love I, love that. We, I love it. I love it. that place. Um, yeah, I need to change my list. <laughs> It Is that the one that's that Animal on your Kingdom? Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was going to be my example. Oh, I thought you I had I've... lunch there with Linda and Stephen Lim. Do you guys remember Stephen from mm-hmm. the Disneyland, yeah. the cast member? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, but I continue, mean, sir. The, you know, the, the chicken, <laughs> ribs, their signature uh, sweet, spicy barbecue sauce is awesome. The beans with just a little bit of pork in them. And. They have multiple seating areas, terraced seating areas, all with a mm-hmm. great view of the water. Um, it's just an awesome option, uh, awesome option. And if you have tables in Wonderland, since they're, uh, I, as far as I know, they still offer the discount at tables in Wonderland for Flame Tree Barbecue. They because, do. I just because, had it a week ago. Because there's not as many sit down locations in Epcot. I'm sorry, in Animal Kingdom. So, um, number seven, Nancy. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down and say I was reminded how amazing this is and how we have nothing like it. Epcot Flower and Garden Festival and how mm. they pull in so many beautiful plants, flower arrangements, topiaries, and they just fill that park top to bottom with floral and. things of interest and i mean even though we were there late in the game when they were starting to take it all down just what was left was is still an amazing uh Mm -hmm. you know it's it's way over the top of i mean and we decorate disneyland great don't get me wrong we have amazing gardens. we're not talking about disneyland we're not talking about Disneyland. i know but no i'm saying this blows anything here horticulturally out of the water it's my favorite festival to attend yeah and and in fact and i buy so much merchandise (laughs) in there i have figment statues and stepping stones and sorcerer mickey stepping stones and statue i have all kinds of stuff in our gardens it's all from it's all from flower and garden festival over the years excellent all right uh moving on number eight tony Fort Wilderness and all the activities they have there. Back before <laughs> one of the Diz cruises. Well, why giggle? Why no, giggle? I agree. Okay. Tony, so, you're wasting time. <laughs> I am. You're right. I am. So one of the things I love about Disney World that when you try to explain it to people out here, even though currently I'm in Florida, pretend I'm in California, um, they don't understand is how much other things there are to do. And so on one trip, I think it was a trip before the Diz Cruise that Andrew and I went on mm-hmm. a while back. Um, we, I said, we're going to do all the non-park stuff. And so at Fort Wilderness, we did archery, even though I was the only oh, adult. Really? Uh, archery? Yes. Yep. You see, you did, yeah, they have archery. They have horseback riding. I rode a horse. Mm-hmm. Only time I'm ever going to ride a horse since I was a kid because it's Disneyfied and I know it's safe. Unless it's, it's a not car- going to go crazy. Unless it's a carousel, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah exactly. Um they have fishing, which I didn't do. They have the marina. They have a they have a bike barn. 
there's just so much other things to do at Disney World that's pers- that's um, exemplified by all of the different things you can do at Fort Wilderness. And here's the big aha. We didn't stay at Fort Wilderness. We went there and just did things there. And that's one of the yep. things I love about Disney World is it's not just this resort. Other resorts have little things like that that we don't have at um, mm-hmm. Disneyland. And that's when I go to Disney World, the thing I love the most, I should have put that as my first choice is all of the other things you can do and activities you can do that are not at the parks. So you always have a day six and a day seven without actually going into the parks. Excellent. Resorts as attractions themselves. There you go. All right, moving on. Number nine, Mary Jo. Speaking of things that you do (laughs) that's not in the parks, um, another thing that I... and, And things that you will never speak of. Go ahead, sorry. To a point. <laughs> um, um, I love jelly rolls. This is on the boardwalk. This is an adult dueling piano show. And I would I kind of call it a PG thirteen. <laughs> Only PG thirteen because of the guests uh, yeah, more than okay, yeah. what? No, yeah, it's cur- yeah. I, I, I wouldn't even I'd give it the PG, but they, they disnify those songs. Well, they do. They disnify yeah. the, the, the songs and the and everything. Mm-hmm. And but sometimes the guests get a little um you know, right. um say say things and, and so they they're just respectful in their responses. Mm-hmm. But I have to they come the it always starts off slow. I like to get there early so I can get a good seat, even though the people that I was with last time wanted the very back section where you don't interact so much. <laughs> but um <laughs> I like to get there so you get a good seat and then it starts off slow and when you first get there you're thinking really this is it mm. but come around 10 o'clock 10 30 people are more relaxed we'll say I think probably the drunkers and yes. uh, well you know have, have something to do with their they're looser um and for those of you who don't know the dueling panels uh dueling panel bars are pretty much by request so you write down your request on a napkin. If you put a dollar or two, or if you really want something, you might put more on there and they'll play them. And one of the requests that I did, um, Scotty Kilwain, Scotty Kilwain is one of my favorites. And also um, there's another performer named Ray that they used to play together, but now they play separately. But Scotty was there and I know that he's su- super talented. And I asked him to perform a little town from, Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> which is totally and, not the name of the song, but okay. Yeah, well, but but he knew what I was talking about. I know, this. I know. But um, when I uh, when I put that request, what is the name of that song? Bell. Mm-hmm. Is it really called Bell? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, now I learned something. Thanks, guys. I'm glad that it's the guys that brought that up, not Nancy or any of us But anyway, so I I put that 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 down. He gave it to the other performer, who's Jason. Jason crumpled it up and tossed it back at him. He's like, I don't even know what this is. And Kelly was noticing that this is not a song that was normally requested. And so he asked me, you know, um, he asked who, who requested it. And I said, I did. And, and he, um, they were telling me that they didn't know what, what to, they didn't know how to play. And I said, we'll play something good. And he said, well, then request something good and we'll play it. So it was just the the back and forth that was really funny. But Kelly noticed that he was sitting there trying to figure out what the song was. And sure enough, a few songs later, he performed it and he did such a good job. Yeah. And then he did 
from that to be our guest. Yeah, he did and then he said, yeah. He did a whole medley and they they just so talented and so good. And then he goes, Great, now all these twelve year old girls are gonna want to know why they can't come in here mm-hmm. to the to the show. But anyway, just stuff like that, like the, the they call people up for their birthdays. It's just a fun night. It's a good, clean, fun night. Um that that adults can have kids aren't aren't allowed i think uh 18 year olds can go in there but they can't drink but nobody under 18 you have to be 21 and over and and there's a 12 dollar cover charge thank you and there's a 12 dollar cover charge which includes free popcorn oh yes okay no no popcorn buckets michael but okay okay i'll let you go over on that one because it was jelly rolls number 10 michael yeah, she took up my time, of no, course. No, that's fine. We actually, a problem we're actually, going after we're Mary actually, we're actually doing really well. I'll start um, your clock over again. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, we, we always I always talk about how much the, we, you know, missed attractions are at Disney World. That, you know, we miss a Disneyland. But I like the attractions that are, that we have both at Disneyland and at Walt Disney World. For instance, something like the Haunted Mansion. Some people say, well, we don't want to go to Disneyland because they have the haunted mansion. We have the haunted mansion. But I like the fact that even though I don't like copycat attractions, they, the, there are differences in these attractions. There are significant differences in our in our haunted mansion and the Magic Kingdom's haunted mansion. I'm not going to say that maybe I might prefer mm-hmm. a certain a Florida haunted mansion I, over I you know of an Anaheim Agreed. haunted mansion, but yep. um, at times. Mm-hmm. Because, because uh, at, of at least of at least nine months out of the year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but you never know. Um, you know, but but it's the same goes for for multiple attractions such as uh, you know, um, the the um the Big Thunder um Mountain, um Splash Mountain. They're the same, but they're different. Um, well, Tower Terror for a while. So just because you rode, uh, just because, you know, don't not go to one park or the other because the attractions are the same because they are different. Mm -hmm. So um, in many cases, so that's what I like. I like experiencing the same, but different attraction. Excellent. All right. Number 11, back to me. Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. Um, I'm hoping that's still around. Um, it is. Okay, cool. I just bought Lily the book for all of her collector cards. Okay, see, but, uh, I mean, there are there is merchandise there, but otherwise, this is free. Every time you, yes. can, every time you go into Magic Kingdom, you go to the firehouse, um, scan your magic band. There you go, Tony. And you get a stack of free cards. This is a cool activity for the kids. Um, it's interactive. You go, you, it keeps them moving around different lands, finding different things, um, trying to beat the villains. It's, it's a great way for, to spend your time when you're between, between fast passes or while you're waiting for the parade. If you have an old, a couple older ones, you can send them, you sit on a bench in, in Main Street and let them do the Main Street um, you know, version of it or something like that. It's in, I think, three or four different lands. It's really, really mm-hmm. fun. Okay. It's really, really fun for the kids. And what did I say again? It's free. All right. Uh, number 12, Nancy. Ooh, I will, uh, give you something and it belongs to water mm-hmm. boats. 
I love the fact that you don't always have to rely on the buses to get you home or the buses to play to move you around. I'm a huge, huge resorts as attractions person and resort hopper. And I love to go to the resorts to eat and stuff. So we play and we utilize the boat launches that go to the different resorts um, from, you know, the Magic Kingdom to Fort Wilderness, Magic Kingdom to the Poly, um, the, you know, Epcot to the studios or the studios to any of the Epcot resorts or um, also, more importantly for us DVCers, Key West and Saratoga Springs to Disney Springs yeah. on the Sasagula River. So you have so many relaxing, wonderful boat rides where you just get a piece of nature and a piece of peacefulness. I mean, being able to run a boat. Uh, last trip down a couple years ago, we were staying at Bay Lake Towers. We rented a pontoon boat and sailed the Seven Seas Lagoon and Bay Lake and went over the amazing first-of-its-kind water bridge. Um you know, nobody really thinks about that existing and that it was the first of its kind ever. Boats, 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 boats. Lots of fun. <laughs> All right, boats. Okay, cool. Um, no, thank you, Nancy. Number 13, back to Tony. I'm going to use Port Orleans, Riverside, as an exemplar of what I love about Walt Disney World, which is the resorts, if you haven't noticed, because I said it with uh, Fort Wilderness. But um, I spent two days there. Even though I didn't stay there, you know, if you just use the right magic band, you can break into rooms. No, I ran there because it had shade. That's Tony at W. Bre- yes, yeah. Um, and because they had shade and the paths were beautiful. The scenery was beautiful. The theming, if you go in and I've seen pictures of the rooms, that sounds really creepy now. But um, <laughs> the, everything is – it exemplifies how well-themed all of their different resorts are. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to pay a premium to get a fully-themed experience even with um, the food. Uh, I, I ate at their food court yep. and it was well-themed. I just really love how all their resorts are themed. And Port Orleans really exemplifies that, especially – I really like Riverside over um, – French Quarter, but they're right next to each other. And then you also have the um, the waterway to go straight to Disney Springs. And I just Passable love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever stay there, but I just love that. That again, I didn't wasn't staying there, but I could go enjoy the resort and see everything that's themed and eat at the uh, food court. And it's just it's. And it has a, st- a backstory and all that Disney that makes it Disney stuff Disney. You can find there for a price that's not an arm and a leg. And I just love it there and all the themed resorts. Excellent. Thank you, Tony. Uh, let's see. Who's next? Mary Jo. Number 14. One of my favorite parks ever is the Animal Kingdom. And one of the things that I always like to do first thing in the morning when I go there is Kilimanjaro Safari. Um, I love the, even without the the fun backstory that they used to do, I love being able to go <laughs> in the morning. Well, that, that wasn't so important to me, but I really yeah. like seeing all the different animals that yeah, they have yeah. there that they point out. And we always see something different when we go um, on that. So, but I, it's, for me, it's got to be first thing in the morning when the animals are still active to go on that. 
I'm oh, keeping was, it short this time. That was only 30 seconds. Very nice. Okay. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what does she do? She takes something from my list. So, you know, I, I get messed up. No well, see, Tom what. wouldn't let any of us pick Animal Kingdom, <laughs> just in general. All right. Yeah, uh, Michael, you didn't. We I, all got the email with your list on it. No, nobody else's. We already it. knew, so we could Stop steal it. it. Stop it. Oh, right. see, I did not get that email. <laughs> exactly. Just joking. I'm kidding. All right, number anyway. 15, Michael. If you want to skip around, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Animal, Animal Kingdom was actually on my list, but um, mainly because it goes back to the the details and the storytelling that is in all the parks at Walt Disney World. But I think it's exemplified in Animal Kingdom. I know a, a lot of people, when they think of Walt Disney World, they think of the Magic Kingdom. And that is the place they go to. It's, it's you know, it's in all the advertising. It's the castle and everything. For me, Animal Kingdom is Walt Disney World. Uh, it, it's what it's where you know you know the feeling we get when we walk down Main Street and you know you just feel all your cares you know melt off. That's what happens to me at Walt Disney World when I go into Animal Kingdom. Um, I just think it's beautiful. The the what went into designing that park? You know that's Joe Rody's park. The the backstories of that park, the lushness, the vegetation, um, the the details in in all, in all the restaurants um and then i like animals of course like we all do so i like mary joe was saying you know going on the safari and seeing all the animals and i never saw more animals than i did on all the times i went on the safari um you know a couple weeks ago when we were out there and the uh you know now they have pandora um just it's just beautiful i mean that whole park is just so beautiful and knowing that how walt disney was you know he was a conservationist um he loved animals i think this is a park he would have been so proud of um you know it's just i i just think disney outdid themselves when they made Mm -hmm. this park and i know people say it's a hot park i i baked much more in Epcot Center um, uh, where there's very little shade and, and the the heat coming up from the asphalt well from the the, the walkways than I did at Animal Kingdom where I I could find shade I could find misters and all that so um, I just love that park and the lodge you know as well so um, you know well done you know Disney all right, my turn number 16. Uh, so when I go to Walt Disney World, a lot of times, because of the relationship with the Diz, I will stay at either the Swan or the Dolphin, which are basically, while they are on Walt Disney World property, they are convention hotels. <laughs> Yet, they have a fabulous restaurant on inside the Swan called Il Molino. That has mm. the most wonderful chicken parmesan you will ever have. It's the size of the plate. Uh, <laughs> a little pricey, but totally worth the money. Um, I, when I get it, I usually get it with the spicy sauce instead of the regular red sauce. Um, glass of wine, chicken parmesan, sit at the bar. Um, and I, I'm really sad because I didn't get to do that this trip. So next trip, um, I'm going to make a reservation. Actually, I won't make a reservation. I'll just go to the bar and enjoy Il Molino at the Swan. That's my number 16. Uh, number 17, Nancy. 
Okay, for me, number 17 is... <laughs> Looking at going my back list. To, no, going back to Animal Kingdom. I'm surprised nobody mentioned this yet, considering we all talked about it. Flight of Passage in Avatar, in Pandora. Oh, my holy stinking God, the technology in that ride is way awesome. And if you haven't watched it, it's, it's... No spoilers. It's... I'm trying to think of how it is. It is... You don't realize the scope of what you've just entered unless you have the guts to take your eyes off the screen. (laughs) Which, it's really, really hard to do. I managed to look over at my kids to see how they were enjoying it. But then it didn't occur to me to look down and look around at every other freaking other guest that was enjoying it at the same time had what 48 or more of them more i had i had no idea i was so engrossed in that attraction I, that i yeah i purposely didn't want to look around because i didn't want to be taken out of the moment i looked but. at my kids just to see how they were doing because i was worried the little one it might be too intense for the little one and she was just like what and and she was just having the time of her life and my husband is the one who looked around and figured it out and told me afterwards and i mean it just i knew something was different when i looked at my daughter and i couldn't place my finger on it in that few seconds i took my eyes off the screen and oh my stinking gosh they have to figure out a way to bring that technology here that's all i gotta say (laughs) marvel okay thank you nancy yeah i know right that would totally be flying with superheroes going into combat Mm. you know i mean that would be 17 yes exactly yep well they would need a bigger building than that um i think almost oh they'd have to definitely make it bigger doesn't Captain America ride a motorcycle or something? Yes, yeah, that's one of his many things he can Yes, he does, Tom. <laughs> All right. Uh, number 18, back to Tony. Okay. It is the quality of counter and quick service at Walt Disney World, exemplified, my favorite word, by at the resorts, because I like to spend all my time at all the different resorts. At the Polynesian, you can go to Captain Cook's. And you can get Tonga toast and a counter service for nine bucks. You can get some of the same things that serves upstairs at Kona cafe. Also there. I'm pretty sure it's been a while. You can get Dole whip. And it's just the fact that their counter service, there's bad ones. And I'm not, and I'm not saying Epcot because we know Epcot food is amazing. So that's not really fair to compare, but they have great counter service. They have enough that you can find it all over the place. And I think um, Captain Cook's exemplifies it. And again, you don't need to go in the park to get it. That's one of the reasons I love Walt Disney World eating. The Polly is one of our favorite food places. Totally gotcha. I eat there every trip, even though I've never stayed. Awesome. Thank you, Tony. Number 19, Mary Jo. We're going back to outside the parks. And this is... um, Based on all of the Dizapaloozas that Kelly and I have gone to, one of the things that we love to do is to visit the um, 
deluxe resorts on the monorail at Christmas time, especially the Grand Floridian with its 14 foot, I think, uh, gingerbread house with that has actual mm-hmm. smoke coming out of it. They sell the right? ginger. No, you can. You, they sell the gingerbread okay. um, tiles yep. from inside there. Got it. And Nancy's the first one that told me about it. I remember her. Um, Bringing back oh heck yeah! We used to collect the we used to collect um, the gingerbread snowflakes that they would make, and I have a whole bunch of them, which are now unfortunately you can't preserve those suckers. I wish you <laughs> no. could, um, but I had tons of them, and we would date the back of them and say what year we bought brought it from what trip. Yeah, I have a gingerbread um, ornament that we kept and that we saved. This last time when we were there, but it's, it's just, Shellac it's, it. it's, oh, there you go. It's hard to explain just how beautiful these resorts are at Christmas time and the immense trees that are there and <laughs> the different things to get and that you can get on the monorail and go from one to another. We, we like to have breakfast in, um, Polynesian resort, um, Kona cafe, Kona cafe. <laughs> With that, with that real famous um, Tonga toast. Yep. <laughs> who's who's <laughs> doing this one? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is, what, this what's is what's cool though is how they're all themed to the th- the trees. Mm-hmm. And decorations are themed to the theme of that particular resort. Mm-hmm. So you know, like at, at the Grand Floridian, it's all very Victorian, and it's Polynesian themed decorations, Christmas decorations. You know, at the Polynesian, but um. But you know, over at is it um, the boardwalk? They have the you know carousel, it, right? It, carousel, yeah. It, yeah, over at uh, yeah B- yacht and beach club, they have yeah they have a. Um, it's all it's all snowflakes. It's, I mean, it's all seashells all I mean, it's and the stuff. Amazing, the yeah. So and they um, even yeah. have the yeah. chocolate. Um, There's a chocolate culture. carousel and yeah, all kinds of things. So yeah, it's remarkable. Now I'm hungry. Thanks, guys. That they go in. I, I think they do a, a nice job at the Disneyland resorts, but they can't compare to the beauty at Walt Disney World and and how magnificent those those deluxe resorts decorate for the holidays. Yeah. All right, number twenty, back to Michael. I'm sorry, everybody's cutting out on me. Okay. I uh, assume you said me. I did. Okay. All right. Well, one of the reasons, well, the reason I didn't go to Jelly Rolls with you all is because um, I was having dinner with Rhino at one of mine and Carol's favorite places, Primetime Cafe at Disney Hollywood Studios. And a reason we like this is because this is something that we don't have at Disneyland. It's these themed restaurant experiences theme dining experiences you know primetime cafe you're back there in the 50s it's setting as the 50s they have the 50s you know television show clips playing and tv commercials um everything's for micah I, i'm actually we had that kitchen set in <laughs> our house except it was <laughs> yeah, us too ghastly green color and until my mother switched to orange and then uh and then um and then, and and you know, there, it's you know, you're the everybody's cousins and moms, and unfortunately, they've toned down the shtick a little, but all the, they have this everywhere, and it, so they transport you to different eras. Like you know, you can just go over to the Brown Derby, and you're in you know the Hollywood of the Golden Age, where it's very it can be elegant. Magic Kingdom, be our guest. You're in a film. You're in Beauty and the Beast. 
Tiffins over at Animal Kingdom, and you are you're there in India and uh, and eating. I mean, it's amazing these restaurants. Also, fine fine food, and you know at, at California Adventure they sort of put their toe in the water with themed restaurants with the ill-fated soap opera, you know. <laughs> it was a yes. fun restaurant. Oh, I liked it, that one. Yeah, it, I think it was a little too focused mm-hmm. um, in its theme, but um, we love these these themed well, even, restaurants. Even like um, Hoochie Doo <laughs> Review. I yes. Mean, yeah. We don't have anything like that. I still oh, haven't the, done that one. That, it, that, that's uh, one of our very favorites. Mm-hmm. Great food, also. Yeah. Um, now I want chicken and ribs and and <laughs> strawberry shortcake. <laughs> this and, and gingerbread. <laughs> All right. Um, last one for me, number twenty-one. So Michael talked about the attractions that were the same. I enjoy the attractions that we don't have anymore, such as the People Mover. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't get to go this trip because there was actually a line at the People Mover, which was really weird. But the way yep. the People Mover continues the motion that we don't have anymore in our Tomorrowland. I love, I love that you can just get on it and sit and chill, um, enjoy a ride around Tomorrowland and reminisce about what used to be at Disneyland. Um, number 22, Nancy. This one's, an okay. int- this one's interesting. Go ahead. I really like this. Okay. Originally I suggested to Tom that it should be about how you can make your, your vacation feel and be so completely different every single time you go to Walt Disney world based on the fact that you have so many options of staying, you know, what do you feel like this time? Hold on. We wanted to go. What's the title? We wanted to go with. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Nowhere else can you find that more than in all the DVC options that you get at Walt Disney World. Every time they build a hotel, Mm -hmm. they put a DVC in there. For those of us, I've owned my DVC for 24 years. I have been taking advantage. Paid off after three years. So, I mean, I have gotten my money's worth for my DVC. Um, And... Every single time. Do we want something quick? Do we want a small, you know, a studio? No. This time we wanted Mary Jo and Kelly to join us. And we had our friend Cheryl join us. And we had a three-bedroom, two-bathroom treehouse in the middle of the woods, in the peace and quiet, and my daughter said the creepy, spooky woods, um, away from everything and everyone. Just off of Camp Crystal Lake. It just, you know, our last vacation was Bay Lake Towers, where I went jogging at night after everybody else was calling it a day. I jogged the the run path all the way to the little river where they send the electrical water pageant out and back just because I could, because... You know, it was very progressive. It was very modern. It was very clean feel. You know, so many different, you know, I go to Key West when I want to be cozy. It's, it's you know, a little Key West suburb. And it feels like you're in a neighborhood. Oh, Beach you Club know, is it, wonderful. Just stayed yeah, there. I love it. Never been there. Boardwalk, you get creeped out by that 
clown the Duke's children slide every time. So, but okay, it's, since it's hustle it's, and bustle. Since you guys brought it up, Nancy, what's your favorite DVC resort at Walt Disney World? Pick one. I can't. Okay, Michael, That's the problem. We'll, we'll, I you? can't. How about you, Michael? Do you have a favorite? Oh, you know, we switch around all the time, okay. but um, I think Carol likes anything that's on the monorail Okay. right now. All right. But great, um, great. Uh, oh, we love Boardwalk, though. I think I would say Boardwalk. Okay. Well, see, and we haven't done Poly DVC yet, but the Poly is one of our favorite hotels. So I'm looking. That's our next vacation hmm. is we're talking about get <coughs> seeing if we can get one of those over the water villas. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's nice, though, is that, again, every DVC resort is themed. You know, we're owners at, at, over in Walt Disney World, and we're owners in Disneyland. I don't remember the last time we were able to get a villa in Disneyland. We can exactly. always, always get a villa at Walt Disney World. Excellent. All right, thank you, Nancy. Uh, number 23, Tony. Monorail, I know that we say that ours is a ride. And it's transportation in Disney World, but I love that it's transportation in Disney World. Again, now day nine, I'm just going to ride the monorail mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. And um, I just stayed at the Contemporary, which was amazing. And just having access to the monorail mm-hmm. to get to the parks. And even though you can't get to all of them, it's just it's makes like what Nancy said about the boats. It's fun to get to the parks using the monorail. And that it's air conditioned as well, which I like. But um, I just love, even if I don't stay at a monorail resort, which I never usually do. This is my first time. I will get on the monorail to go from Magic Kingdom to Epcot just because it's fun. And I love that it's useful and fun at the same time. (laughs) Excellent. All right. Thank you, Tony. 24, Mary Jo. Um, I chose Spaceship Earth. I really love that attraction. And I know it's been around Mm -hmm. for forever but i think it's so cool the way that they somehow figured that they could put this attraction inside this giant golf ball <laughs> and we get to have the the history of of um communication i it was such a learning experience for me the first time i went on it and i love that when you go on it's interactive and you you choose some things and at the end it turns out to be these pictures that they show of you on the screen and then you could email it so you get a free souvenir so the attraction just has so much going for it um besides being an an icon historical um teaching i guess the nice slow ride on a hot day to enjoy and a free souvenir there's just everything is packaged Mm -hmm. in that one isn't it awesome when you just start standing under it just the immensity of it and, and, and the and geometric knowing, design, it's beautiful. And, and, and you knowing, just don't realize what's in it until you go. that they would never build it today. I mean, that was Roy and, well, that Roy was gone. But um, but that, that was just Imagineering at the time. They were going to build something grand, spectacular, and they and, and damn the cost. And And I just don't think that would have been created today. Uh, it, it's just, it's. Just, I find it mind-boggling, you know, that structure. Just, yeah, I agree with it's you. It's my and wallpaper then, on my phone. Yes, yeah. <laughs> nice. It's and didn't they do uh, um, the Death Star uh, projection on it? Yeah. I mean, it's just such a cool, cool building. But yeah, sad, and to, sad, to, <laughs> sad, sad to, to hear that. You know, it's, it's not something that they would do today but i'm so glad they have it for us 
There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Mary Jo. Number 25, Michael. Well, mine is sort of a serial in a way, and maybe it wraps up sort of everything. Um, you know, but you know, we we all have that special feeling when we walk into our home parks. You know, the, just that feeling of magic, of happiness, whatever it is. And um, since I've done uh, connecting with Walt, for those of you who listen, we've been doing. Uh, Craig and I have been talking about the history of the Magic Kingdom land by land. And now when I go to the Magic Kingdom, I'm discover I have discovered the magic of that park. Um it's I just so deeply appreciate it and find the joy and happiness in that park that I I had not that had escaped me before. And I really I really I love the Magic Kingdom in a way I had I didn't before. I always enjoyed it, but now I I really have I embrace it, and and that's and what's cool about all of Walt Disney World is just discovering the magic of a of different Disney parks. They're not castle parks, you know. I I there's there's you know you have Epcot that's different from every other park there in Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom. They're all so unique, but they're all uniquely Disney. And to discover their unique magic is just, it's just such a, it's something I always look forward to when I go there. Excellent. All right. So that was 25. Anybody, <laughs> anybody have any bonus items they want to bring up? It's, this was a really hard assignment mm-hmm. because there's so many things right. to yeah. like about <coughs> yeah. Walt Disney World. Yeah. It's it's hard to say what your favorite are because it's, there's just there's so many that I couldn't say that I that mm-hmm. I love. Mm-hmm. The the Walt the 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 trolley uh the trolley ride down Main Street where they're singing in the morning. Mm-hmm. That that was a nice surprise. The kiss good night mm-hmm. is is beautiful. I, I am really oh, the fireworks point. shows and illuminations and the Star Wars show. Oh my gosh! I mean, it's just amazing. All right, it was now- really hard not to get a premiere pass <laughs> to go mm-hmm. to, to so I could go back again this year. <clears throat> I did. Um, all right, so now <laughs> now we cannot be accused of not loving Walt Disney World. So if if anybody ever asks. Send send them to this show. Uh, Twenty five reasons why we love Walt Disney World. Uh, thank you, in Mixler, for listening and, and chiming in. Thank you, team. That is going to do it for this segment of the Design Plug. Be sure to catch all of our other Design Plug podcasts this week. And of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland and Walt Disney World is always magic magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.